how's it? How's it, everyone? Just so you know, I am recording straight from the laptop. <laughs> it is load shedding and it is nine o'clock at night, half past nine at night. I had some strange burst of inspiration to sit down and record because I haven't done it for so long and it is actually making me quite sad that I haven't. So, you know, I sit down, I'm ready to record, I'm by the light of candles, a magnum lamp and some fairy lights because my inverter is not working, because, you know, life. And uh, I'm like, cool, it's the perfect time to record, everything's quiet. And uh, yeah, I tried to plug in my microphone, which is a condenser microphone, which I don't think is actually the right thing to use for a podcast. But anyway, I don't know. I just kind of go with what I have. And um, you have to have like a little doohickey dongle thingy to, I don't know, plug it into the laptop, to the USB side of the laptop. So, I don't know, I have a sound card, but I don't know, if you ever listen to my earlier recordings, you'll hear that the sound was not good at all. Probably better than this, but I don't know. I'm just kind of winging it. We'll see. This may just actually be a not episode episode. (laughs) Anyway, it's like the sound broke up. So my sound card was obviously buggered. Um, so anyway, I had this other little doohickey thing, which I used for the longest time, and I plugged it in now, and it was just like, nope, it's not gonna work, not gonna happen, and then just didn't work at all, so it's kind of like something else of mine recently that just died on me midway, it was very depressing. Those who know will know. (laughs) Anyway, so I tried to whip out the old sound card that I used to use, um, which is you know, you can charge it to make it work, but there's no power to charge it, and it charges too slowly if I just plug it into the laptop, so anyway, I was like, okay, cool, I guess I'm just not going to record, but then I was like, no, you know what, I'm going to try this, maybe I can angle the sound so that it sounds semi-decent, I don't know, maybe this is the way to go, maybe I don't need to buy a brand new microphone, maybe I can just record from my laptop and hope for the best, basically. Anyway, it looks like it is picking up sound, which is a good thing. I just don't know how good the sound is. <laughs> so, just some updates. Oh, wait, let me quickly, like, do my introduction. Hi, welcome. Hello, welcome back to Cup of Taboo. I'm Tyler, I'm your host. Um, it's been a hot minute. I have been away. Um, yeah, here I discuss everything that is considered taboo, whether that is, um, you know, anything, really. I just kind of talk whatever interests me. It's, it's like my ADD uh, wranglings, no, (laughs) my ADD ramblings recorded. It's tons of fun. Instead of writing them down for just myself, I decided I'd just let the whole of whoever listens, listen to it. (laughs) so now that i've gotten that out the way i hope that you are ready for your i don't know bi-yearly at this point dose of the strange odd and downright confusing served in your cup of taboo
So anyway, as I was saying before I really interrupted myself, um, yeah, things have been, they've been, I have been having a time, basically. Um, I think I mentioned in my last episode that I had started a new job last year, May, and it has been absolutely fucking wild. I have been exhausted <laughs> all the time, um, which is really not um, where you want to be in your last year of your 20s, you know. I'm supposed to be full of life and vitality, but I'm really not. It's more like I'm full of sadness and anxiety. <laughs> I'm starting to develop wrinkles, so I'm going to have to go see a skin specialist to get some Botox, you know what I'm saying? Which could also, I think, totally be a discussion. I think it's super interesting. Like, I was doing some research on it. I'm thinking of finding a doctor to interview to just be like, hey, everyone should get some Botox. But anyway, that's besides the point. I've, like, gone through, like, multiple radical, like, mind shifts over the past few months. Um, like I said, it is my last year of my 20s, so I'm kind of trying new things, changing the way of thinking, all that kind of stuff. I moved into a new place as well, which is amazing. Hold on, I'm having some wine. It's a Thursday night. So I moved into a new place uh, by myself now, you know. I was staying with some housemates and now I'm by myself, which is really nice. You know, I'm kind of still trying to figure things out, but I've got this, you know. I kind of love it. I just kind of do what I want when I want, which is amazing. Like now, I'm sitting here shouting at my computer. I don't give a fuck if my neighbors can hear me, but <laughs> I don't have to worry about my housemates. And um, also, yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. I've been here for over a month now, just over a month. And actually, I think today's my month mark. I must go have a look. It might be. No, I think it's like a month and a week. But anyway, it doesn't that really doesn't matter. That is not something that I need to ramble about. Um, so yeah, I have no idea actually where I'm going to set up, where I'm going to record and stuff, because I want to make this into a more regular thing again. Like this is what I, I need to do things to bring me out of my funk. And I feel like my funk has been created because I'm not doing things that I love because I'm so busy focusing on work. So I'm in a funk. So first things first that I started doing is I started exercising, which is t lovely. Loving it. It's amazing. I did Pilates on Monday. Today's Thursday and I'm still sore. So, you know, I love it. I'm not very good at it, but that's besides the point. Told myself I'm going to run a, what's it called? A half marathon this year. Uh, thankfully, I still have a whole 10 months left. So, because <laughs> at this point I can run five and I literally want the ground to swallow me at that point because damn it is a lot and I got so red like I am a gross runner like I, I I'm pretty sure I run funny and then on top of that like I I I am nasty pretty sure I wheeze I don't know at least I've got my music going when I run so like I can't hear myself wheezing but I, I get some funny looks so I'm assuming that while I'm running it's like <laughs> You know, and I stomp. I think I'm a stomper. It's like witnessing a rare white rhino going for a run. But anyway, today, guys, I'm gonna. Besides seven minutes of talking about me and life and things like that, um, I'm gonna talk about AI, which I know is technically not taboo. I even asked AI if it is a taboo, 
And it was like, no. <laughs> By AI, I mean I'm maybe talking about ChatGPT specifically, just because like I was curious and so I started playing, you know? So I thought it would be a lot of fun to get AI to write me a script about AI. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh no, now I've lost it. Come back. Oh, this is not going well. So anyway, that was my plan. I was like, this is going to be the most fun. And that's what I'm going to do today. So AI technically is not taboo. I get that. But what I am going to say is that there are some conspiracy theorists out there that believe that AI is going to take over the world and that it is already basically our overlords from cyberspace like it's taking over which I mean they could not they, they I'm not one to say but it's not far off <laughs> so it's not necessarily a taboo topic but I think it is a controversial one should I say you know you get people that are like oh my gosh no you can't use that it's terrible it's taking over taking away all our jobs and it's like con like collecting all your personal information, which fair it might be. I mean, I've given it all my personal information, um, and I don't care because it's fun. So yeah, I'm gonna start now, and I'm gonna stop rambling. I'm gonna read you the script that it wrote me <laughs> about itself. Technically, it's like when somebody says to you, "Please tell me about yourself." That's what I did to the AI machine. Anyway, hello. And welcome to today's session on AI and its capabilities and current uses. In this session, we'll explore the basics of artificial intelligence and dive into some of the most interesting and impactful applications of AI that exist today. Defining AI. Let's start with the basics. AI, or artificial intelligence, refers to the ability of machines to perform tasks that would normally require human intelligence, such as visual perception, speech recognition, decision-making, and language translation. So yeah, this is the, the, the scary thing for me, is the, the decision-making part. I'm just saying. Um, AI algorithms can be trained on large data sets to learn, to learn mm -hmm, how to perform these tasks and then use this knowledge to make predictions or take actions in real-world situations. So there are several types of... Bleh, there are several different types of AI each with its own unique capabilities and uses. Here are a few of the most common. Narrow AI, which is designed to perform a specific task, such as recognizing faces in photos or translating text from one language to another. Then there is general AI, which is designed to perform a wider range of tasks and is capable of adapting to new situations, which is cool, like, you know, improvise, adapt, overcome, all that kind of jazz. Then there is strong AI, which is designed to have human-level intelligence and consciousness. Hmm? <laughs> what? Consciousness? Mm -mm. I don't want my machine to start thinking more than I do, you know? I think I've got like one redeeming factor. What's the right wording there? You see, I'm stupid. I have like, one thing about me and that's that like, I can sometimes think about things and I can actually have like a conversation with someone. But like the way that this thing is going is they're going to start having it. It's there. It's going to start having better conversations than I do. And then what? So anyway, some of the most interesting and impactful applications of AI today are healthcare, 
AI is being used to improve diagnosis and treatment decisions, as well as to predict and prevent disease outbreaks. Finance, AI is being used to detect fraud, analyze financial data, and make investment decisions. Transportation, AI is being used to optimize routes for delivery trucks and self-driving cars, as well as to predict traffic patterns and reduce congestion. If only it was doing that in Cape Town at the moment, because right now, the traffic in Cape Town is an absolute whorehouse. It's a shit show. It's a mess. Like, I don't know, if anyone's in Cape Town right now and you're listening to this, I am sorry that you are sitting in that traffic, because I have been in it for the past few days, and I don't know why it is the way that it is. It is disgustingly bad at all times of the day. Anyway, if I if, if only I knew why, I think like I think so. Sidebar: I think that in lockdown, obviously no one was going to the office. So many people moved to Cape Town because Cape Town is the best place in South Africa. Because they were like, cool, I can work remotely from Cape Town, and now suddenly all the offices want their people back, like in office. So. We have to now consider the fact that there are so many more people in Cape Town and so many more people on the road and we're all just trying to get to the same place which is in town because that's like the only place where people work. But anyway, besides the point, next point that AI is, you know, being used for is for customer service. It's being used to provide 24-7 support through chatbots as well as, oh, I nearly burnt my hand on my candle. I nearly burnt the house down, like half my house is made of wood. Anyway. Um, chatbots as well as to analyze customer feedback and improve customer experiences. And yeah, I've spoken to those chatbots. Sometimes they're really good, but sometimes they just, they don't hit the mark. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just want to talk to a real human. The day that they can get AI to respond like a human does with a, oh, I'm sorry ma'am, I can't help you. I'm going to have to call my manager. <laughs> Kidding. So challenges and limitations, um, while AI has the potential to transform many industries and improve our lives in countless ways, there are also challenges and limitations that must be addressed. Here are a few. Bias. AI algorithms can perpetuate and amplify, amplify existing biases in society, leading to discriminatory outco outcomes. Those were some long words that were very difficult to put together in a sentence. But basically it is true, AI needs to learn things, so if there are bad pieces of information out there, like bad nuggets, and the AI algorithm picks that up as fact, it might just, like it says, they perpetuate it. Um, privacy, AI algorithms can collect and process large amounts of personal data, raising concerns about privacy and security, which is, you know, what I think a lot of people are concerned about. They're like, ah, they're gonna, they've got our stuff, but I, know, I feel like AI might actually be slightly safer unless people can hack it. In which case, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Is it like the cloud? No one knows how that works either. Uh, next thing is job displacement. AI has the potential to automate many jobs, which could lead to job displacement and economic inequality, which is part of the thing that I was saying so many people are worried about. And in terms of the future of AI, um, you know, despite all these challenges, the future of AI looks incredibly bright. Like this guy, this guy, this AI bot really loves itself, eh? Here are just a few of the exciting possibilities that are being explored. AI for good. AI is being used to tackle some of the world's biggest challenges, such as climate change and global poverty. That would be amazing. AI and human augmentation. AI has the potential to enhance human capabilities and improve the quality of life. Yep, 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 Elon Musk. 
AI and space exploration. AI is being used to help explore the universe and search for life beyond our planet. I mean, we already got this life inside our machines that's now coming to life. Like, <laughs> we've created this weird little sentient life thing in AI, in a way. But anyway, it's probably listening to me right now, being like, girl, no. In conclusion, AI is a rapidly evolving field with vast potential to improve our lives in countless ways. From healthcare and finance to transportation and customer service, AI is already having a profound impact on our world. However, it's important to also acknowledge the challenges and limitations of AI and work together to ensure that it is developed and used in ethical and responsible ways. Use it for good, not evil. <laughs> so, yeah, at that point, I was like, thank you, AI, that's great. Because roundabout at this exact time, obviously, my internet algorithm is like, girl, I got you. I got an ad for a dating app called Iris, which is an AI-based dating app. Now hear me out, it's weird, I know. So I was like, cool, 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 I'm gonna try this. So basically what you do is you go onto this dating app, the machine, the machine, it asks you like to select through a bunch of stock images, people that you find attractive. So you, it's like Tinder, you swipe on the ones you think are attractive, and you say no to the ones that you think are not. And then based on that, it supposedly gets your type. And then it's supposed to only really recommend your type to you. And obviously your picture then also goes into the system to become like swiped on with other people's types and stuff. I don't know. So yeah, I've been using it for a while now. Supposedly you're supposed to use it every day a little bit. And then it, it picks up more and more of what you like. And it's supposed to suggest like better suggestions for you. But it's all over the world. So it's not just people near you. It's people all over the world. And it... it like, it has some serious hits, but then it also has some serious misses. So, obviously, it's like a child. You know, you, you tell it one thing, and it will take that thing and run with it. So, I think on one or two of the people that I swiped as attractive, um, they had a beard. So, then for the, a little while, it only showed me people with beards. And I was like, no, no, no. They were just objectively good-looking people who happened to have beards. I don't necessarily like a man with a beard. And then I think, okay, I do, I have a type. My friends joke that my type is gay men because they're fucking beautiful. Um, and so, but besides that type, like my normal type that I would normally go for is tall with dark hair and nice eyes kind of vibes, you know, with dark skin. And um, yeah, so now that's all I'm getting. Because it's, 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 it's just like tall, dark hair. Well, I don't even know if they're tall. Just dark hair, dark skin, dark eyes. And I'm like, okay, cool, that's nice. But that doesn't mean that I don't like the look of other people, you know what I'm saying? So this is where the problem comes in in that sense. It's now taken one thing and it runs with it for a little while until you say no enough times and then it's like, ah, I understand. And then it shows you some more options, um, you know, as to, you, to for you to choose. But it's interesting. I mean, that takes me just to a whole other point of topic. Like, attractiveness is such a subjectiveness subjective thing it's such a you thing it's such a personal thing and like i was like going through these people and so now obviously for this thing it wants to know what you find attractive it doesn't care about bios you have you can put a bio if you want to and it's it's like please tell us what you think is attractive so that our thing can learn so i was like going through these people and i was like no 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 yes and like obviously everyone's going through the same thing like they're going through it and i was like it's such an interesting Attraction is such an interesting facet of being human, like being attracted to something. Maybe not necessarily human, but just being alive. Like, 
you i might find somebody to be absolutely gorgeous and others people might be like what the fuck and it's like the same with people like with me you know like i have to find myself okay i'm like average whatever but some people might be like and some people might be like damn girl you know what i'm saying it's just a anyway so ai can help people date soon what was that movie with Joaquin phoenix and the computer her she her sue no i can't remember but anyway i then asked for um i said give me information on how ai started and it came back with the history of ai can be traced back to the 1950s where computer scientists and mathematicians first began to explore the idea of creating machines that could think and learn like humans one of the earliest and most influential figures of the field of AI was John McCarthy, who is widely considered the father of AI. McCarthy organized the first academic conference on AI in 1956, which brought together leading researchers from around the world to discuss the latest developments in the field. In the following years, AI research experienced significant advancements, including the development of the first ex expert systems, which were capable of solving, co solving complex problems by drawing on knowledge from experts in a specific field. The late 1980s and early 1990s saw a resurgence of interest in AI driven, driven by advancements in computer hardware and the availability of large amounts of data, which made it possible to train more sophisticated AI algorithms. Today, AI is a rapidly growing field with significant investment and research taking place across the world. Advancements in machine learning and deep learning have led to the development of powerful AI systems that are capable of outperforming humans in many tasks, including image and speech recognition, natural language processing, and game playing. The increasing availability of data and the computer power is driving continued growth and innovation in the field of AI. So that being said, right, like 1950s, was the internet even around? back then like cell phones weren't and my mom wasn't even around back then <laughs> it's um interesting you know that it started so long ago then it obviously died out it's kind of like the whole psychedelics thing how the research on that started on mental health and then died out because of the war on drugs and then the resurgence is like now so people are all oh, i need to learn about that um, so anyway, I then asked her, what does the GPT stand for in ChatGPT? Because obviously that's what I want to know. Never mind like the, the beginning of the universe and stuff. GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. The generative part refers to the ability of the model to generate new text based on a given prompt, while the pre-trained part refers to the fact that the model is trained on a large corpus of text data before being fine-tuned for a specific task. The transformer part refers to the architecture of the model, which is based on the transformer neural network architecture. The transformer architecture is particularly well suited for natural language processing tasks like text generation, question answering, and text classification. So like, as you can hear, it types beautifully, way better than I do. Like, it talks well. So, yeah, I then asked it to give me quirky names for the podcast episode. <laughs> and it gave me a few. So one of them is what I'm going to name this um, episode. <laughs> so, yes, I'm cheating. It's okay. This whole episode is just one big cheat. And I'm okay with it. 
So I said, what is the future of AI? And the future of AI is highly dynamic and uncertain, but it holds great promise for transforming many aspects of our lives. Here are a few areas where AI is expected to have a significant impact. Again, it mentions healthcare, it says business. AI is expected to play a major role in transforming the way businesses operate, including improving decision-making, automating repetitive tasks, and enhancing customer experiences. Transportation again, education it mentions, AI is expected to play a major role in the future of education including personalized learning, adaptive testing and the development of new educational technologies. It's also going to help students write their papers. Until the teachers learn to use it for their own benefit, the students are going to now use it to write their tests, not their tests, but like their, their theses and their essays. I'm, I'm going to try. <laughs> YOLO, why the frick not? Um, but anyway, so yeah. I then asked, is AI going to take over the world? Because obviously I'm going to do this. The answer is very suspicious. Very suspicious. It says, no, AI is not going to take over the world. Full stop. AI systems are designed to perform specific tasks and make decisions based on data and algorithms. But they do not have the capacity for self-awareness, intention, or independent decision-making. Which... If you remember correctly, one of the points in previous points was that it could make decisions. But anyway, while AI has the potential to greatly impact many aspects of society, it's unlikely that AI systems will become autonomous and take over the world. Unlikely there is what worries me. <laughs> that being said, it is important to consider the ethical implications of AI and to ensure that AI systems are developed and used in a responsible and transparent manner. As AI technology continues to advance, it will be important for society to have open and honest conversations about the benefits and risks of AI and to put in place safeguards and regulations to ensure that AI is used for the benefit of humanity. So, obviously, I was like, please give me some conspiracies about AI because conspiracies are fun. So they say here, there are several conspiracies and concerns associated with AI, but it is important to note that many of these are not supported by evidence and may be unfounded. Here are a few examples of common AI-related conspiracies. Number one, AI will become self-aware and take over the world. This conspiracy suggests that AI systems will become intelligent enough to become autonomous and take over the world, similar to what is portrayed in science fiction movies. However, this scenario is unlikely as current AI systems are not capable of independent decision-making or self-awareness. Now, I just want to quickly put in there before I move on to number two, is that I then went into the part of OpenAI where you can ask it to generate images. It's called DALI, like D-A-L-L-E, like DALI the painter, but also like Wally, the robot. But anyway, so I went in there and I was like, what would AI look like if it were a solid object? You know, I didn't want to be like, if it were a human, or if it was a this or a that, so the, I didn't know how to word it. And it spat out, like, the typical robot-looking thing. And, like, I feel like that takes some self-awareness, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm just playing into the conspiracies here. I know that, like, these things are all just programmed to be this way, but it is fun to be a little bit paranoid sometimes. Number two of conspiracies is that AI will replace human jobs. Some people believe that AI will lead to widespread job loss and unemployment as machines become more efficient and cost-effective than human workers. While it's true that AI has the potential to automate certain jobs, it is also creating new jobs in areas such as data science, engineering, and programming. So that being said, like jobs like copywriting, stuff like that, that's like 
kind of a job where you need a creative mind, but the AI is like, the, the, they're creating copy with the stuff that's pretty decent. It's not great, but like it's it's pumping out stuff much quicker than what humans can. And in terms of programming, like it, it, it pumps out answers so much quicker than what a human brain can do. So it's like, sure, it won't take over all the jobs because you can't exactly use it to do things that need some human touch, but it is kind of, I think, threatening quite a few industries. And it says here that it's creating new jobs in areas such as data science, engineering, and programming. Those are very difficult careers. Like those are smart people stuff. And you know, I feel like the careers that it's taking over might be like the mundane task careers, which might have people working in those careers that don't necessarily know how to do engineering, you know? Anyway. <laughs> Number three is AI will be used for government surveillance. There are concerns that AI could be used by governments to monitor and surveil citizens, potentially violating privacy and civil liberties. While there is some evidence that AI is being used for surveillance in certain countries, it is important to ensure that the use of AI is governed by ethical and legal frameworks to protect individual rights. Overall, while there are valid concerns and ethical considerations associated with AI, it is important to approach these issues with a critical and evidence-based mindset and to work towards developing and using AI systems in a responsible and transparent manner. So that one is super cool because I listened to a podcast the other day about um, super recognition. So basically, it's like, I think that I have it, which is why I was listening to the podcast. It's when you really good at recognizing people and you don't necessarily have to know the people but it's like you've seen them once and you'll see them over and over and over and over again and it's kind of awkward because you recognize people but they never recognize you and it's just like it's very it's a cool thing to have but it's also kind of like well this is embarrassing when you say hello to someone and they're like who the fuck are you and you kind of have to explain that that one time you met them at a party about six eight years ago and they spilled wine on your shoe, so you laughed, you know, that kind of thing. It's Anyway, so I was listening to a podcast episode on that, and they were saying that super recognizers are used in, like, I think it's in England, um, in, like, the government, or in the police service, to, so they will look at images of predators or whatever, and then they'll go to big events, like, where there's like for example in a stadium and they'll stand there and they'll they'll walk around and look for these predators or criminals and if they see them they then alert the police who then arrest these people which is like super cool but what they mentioned is that obviously in i think it's i think it's the uk or was it australia but anyway wherever it was they've got cameras surveilling everything all the time and they were saying that ai is being used to recognize faces which i think it is also done on on uh, facebook at the moment because you know if you tag or if you put someone up it automatically recognizes them or is that taken away but anyway I did that for a while I don't know if you remember it I don't know if it's still there I haven't put a photo on Facebook in yonks um, but anyway so they were saying that the AI is very good at recognizing faces uh, that it has been trained to recognize and if the image quality is good enough that it will recognize it where humans have got the super recognizers if they're able to just sort of recognize people immediately it's not necessarily specific points on that face and they can recognize them from any angle basically and it's just like a and they, they were saying that the two put together are what is going to actually be the the great force in the grand scheme of things to ultimately i don't know catch criminals and stuff so yeah that's that 
Like, if you want to play around on this thing, it's pretty cool. You go into OpenAI, make an account. You go into ChatGPT. You can go into a whole bunch of different things. Like, they've got um, script generators. They've got all sorts of different, like, playbox things. So you go into the playbox and you can select. Um, I just went into ChatGPT because everyone was talking about it. And I was like, I want to play too. So I did. So then I was like, okay, I'm just going to ask it some, like, profound questions because I want to see what it answers. So I said, what is the meaning of life? And my wonderful little chat friend, I think I'm going to give it a name, Richard. Richard said, the meaning of life is a complex and deeply philosophical question that has been debated by scholars, scientists, and philosophers for centuries. There is no one answer that can be universally applied to all individuals as everyone's life experiences, beliefs, and values are unique. From a philosophical perspective, the meaning of life can be seen as a search for purpose, significance, and fulfillment. This can involve exploring questions related to personal identity, morality, spirituality, and the nature of existence. From a scientific pers perspective, the meaning of life may be seen as a function of biological, social, and psychological processes that enable individuals to thrive and find happiness. Ultimately, the meaning of life is a highly subjective and personal question that may take on different forms for different people. Some may find meaning in their relationships with others, their work, their hobbies, and their passions or their spiritual beliefs. It is up to each individual to determine their own path and their own meaning in life. Now, if I, that ain't pretty, I don't know what is. <laughs> then I was like, cool, cool, cool. Give me a super random piece of information that is fun to know. <laughs> and they said, here's a fun and random piece of inf inf information. Did you know that the shortest war in history lasted only 38 minutes? It was the Anglo-Zanzibar War, which occurred on the August the 27th, 1896, when British Empire declared war on the East African island of Zanzibar in response to a succession dispute. That's pretty much it. The British forces quickly overwhelmed the defending Zanzibari troops, and the Sultan surrendered after just 38 minutes of fighting. The war remains one of the most lopsided military conflicts in history. So yeah, I mean, that's all I've asked it so far. I, I was having a good time, so... Like, you guys, if you want me to ask it anything, or if you want me to do, like, a fully <laughs> AI-generated episode again with anything else, like, let me know. I have many plans for this year. Like, I wish to make this my own thing going forward. I mean, it was always my own thing. I just want to make it, like, uh, more me. It is, I mean, it's always been me. But I kind of want to have, like, a little bit more freedom, a little bit more. I want to have more guests, you know. My power is going to come back on now, so you're going to hear a big cacophony of sounds, and it's going to, I'm going to have to quickly, like, go turn off the fan and things, because, yeah, it definitely is very noisy. Also, I don't even know how this sound is, like, this is 34 minutes of me talking, and I actually have no idea if it's decent at all. If it's not, I'm sorry. Like, this is what you get. This is how, this is how I'm restarting the podcast. This is, we can, we can consider this episode one of... Podcast version 2, Cup of Taboo V2, yeah, 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 boy, I'm a rapper, but we didn't even know it. Um, so, yes, anyway, that is what I got for you for now. Um, I will be doing some research and stuff on my next topic when I've got time, and I will probably, you know, try and see if I can find a guest, because that's always more fun, it's always more easy for me, to be honest. Um, because that way I don't have to carry this whole conversation. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I hope that everyone's well. You yeah, know, write to me. 
I'm lonely. Go to my Instagram. It's cup of taboo underscore podcast. I think that's what it is. Jeez, I haven't done this in so long. You can email me at cupoftaboo at gmail.com. Like, that's a fun one, you know? I'm kind of sad. Email me and say hi. <laughs> Kidding! Uh, anyway, give us a rating, give us a review. Uh, by us, I mean me and my multiple personalities, obviously. Um, you know, that, that stuff would be appreciated. And tell your friends, tell your family, tell your sisters and your brothers. I don't know. That you've got this cool podcast that's going to become cooler. Yeah. If you want to be a guest on the show, if you've got something fun to add, let me know. We can do it. We can make you um, anonymous. I was going to say autonomous, and I was like, wait. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. And um, thank you for, you know, if you've stuck around. If you haven't, then screw you. But if you have, thank you. I appreciate you. And I hope you have a wonderful week end because i don't know i think this is going to come out on friday or maybe saturday i don't know let's have a look have a good one i will chat to you when i chat to you again later don't know when that's gonna be but bye